Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana, welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast, episode number three. Thank you so much for joining us today. In this episode, I'm going to be talking all about how to manage back orders in your practice. It seems like back orders have become increasingly more frequent and lengthy in the past couple of years. I remember back when I first started managing inventory, which seems like many moons ago now, but If a product was on back order, it was either short-lived or it was fairly easy to find an alternative. Now, not so much. Between the class 2 opioids, eye medications, antibiotics, and other critical back orders, we're just stuck between a rock and a hard place. When I was an inventory manager, every time a team member asked about an out-of-stock product, I remember feeling this anxious pit in my stomach. I had realized that I was juggling 20 to 30 back orders at any given time, and I didn't have a lot of information about why. I'm not sure if you ever feel this way, but I felt a lot of shame that I couldn't find the products my team needed. I felt like I was letting them down. This was long before VetCove and before I started the Veterinary Inventory Management Group, so I wasn't really aware of any resources of where to turn for help. But after some time, I learned some tips and tricks to help make managing backorders easier and less stressful. So I'm excited to share some of those with you today. So just really quickly, what I like to do, I like to create a backorder communication station. I also like to add labels to where the backordered product normally lives. I like to use the FDA drug shortage database as a resource to find out more information. And of course, I also like to use VetCove as a tool for managing them as well. So let's kind of talk more about these each individually and specifically to find out how I use them and how you can implement them into your practice. So for the first tip, I like to create a backorder communication station. That can be incredibly helpful. You can also utilize a whiteboard, Google Drive document, Trello, a corkboard, really any sort of practice communication system um, that works best for you and your team. So I always like to note that one of the inventory mindsets, quote unquote, that I like to talk about is to try stuff, right? So not every single thing that I talk about is going to work for your practice, but the key is to, you know, pulling out these different aspects and trying them to see what works and what doesn't work in your unique situation. So within this backorder communication station, you can list the backordered product, any ETA or arrival information and any alternative products if they exist. So I recommend taking some time every week or as more information becomes available to update this board and ensure it's up-to-date and accurate 
for both you and your team. So how would you feel if you had a centralized space to list all of your back orders and keep track of everything? How would it impact the way you show up for your team? So one of the things that I did is there was a large whiteboard and I would write all the backorder products. I would list the date of when I knew it was going to come off backorder and any alternative products. It was kind of located in a very centralized location in the practice so that, you know, it was really easily accessible for both my team and for myself. So on the command station note, I also like to include a printout of the most recent order so that it's an easy reference for you and your team on what's going on and what products are on its way. So I find it really cuts down on the, oh, hey, when was this ordered? Or are we getting any more of this soon? I feel like it kind of cuts down all of that and just provides an efficient communication pathway for you and your inventory. So the next tip is I also like to add labels where the backorder product normally lives, quote unquote, so that your team can quickly identify that something is on backorder rather than just thinking you suck at your job and you ran out. So you can use sticky notes, click on plastic labels, circle dot stickers, or really any label that would work well in your pharmacy or central storage area. It's helpful to list the product any backorder details, and, and, and if an estimated avail availability date is known. If there is an alternative product, you can list it here as well. So for example, let's say gabapentin 300 milligrams is on backorder. So what I would do is I would you know, write out a label. I would use like a neon colored sticky note to create it, and I would list gabapentin 300 milligrams is on backorder, no estimated date of availability. We can get it compounded if you'd like, et cetera, et cetera. And so I would put that where the gabapentin 300 milligram normally lives so that if somebody is trying to dispense that product, they know immediately, oh, hey, this is on back order rather than it's out. So I kind of feel like there's a difference between knowing that something is back order and we're unable to find it and locate it rather than, you know, it's just out. So I feel like it changes the, the dynamic of the frustration, if you will. So the key with these two methods is it really helps to bridge the gap in communication for your team and will hopefully lessen the frustration that naturally comes with backordered products. So items go on backorder for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's due to a raw material shortage, other times it's due to manufacturing plant problems or a supply and demand issue. I feel like often all those reasons are hard to find and we're often just left with it's on back order with no mention of why or when it might become available again. To help with this, the FDA actually has a drug shortage database resource to view what's on back order, why, and provide more information. Another cool thing is that you can sign up for a daily alert. So I get an email every single morning about what's on back order, the updated status of different items, and it's really helpful for me to kind of see and view the big picture of what's on back order. So just note this isn't veterinary specific. So there are human medications on there, 
but I still find the database to be incredibly helpful. So for example, dexamethasone SP is on back order right now. And so you can view the FDA website that shows the current reason is because there's a shortage of supply. You can view the different manufacturers, the estimated availability, when the next shipment might arrive, and any kind of other information that's specific to each manufacturer. So I really like to use the FDA drug shortage database for a number of different things. Around here, we are also big fans of Vetcove. If you haven't heard of or used Vetcove before, it's basically like kayak.com, but for veterinary ordering. It syncs all of your distributors into one place so you can view real-time pricing and product availability information all in one place. It's basically a game changer. <laughs> With all that being said, Vetcove has released a really super cool feature. It's an availability tracker. So if a product is on back order, you can set up alerts so that you get a text message or email the second it becomes available again. Then you can hustle to order that product. So on that note, because Vetcove syncs all of your availability information on different products into one spot, it's helpful to have a mix of five or more small and large distributors. If you have more than one account, it shows you and allows you the potential to find what you need. So basically the availability tracker works that if an item is on back order, you can just select the tracker, you can enter your email address, or choose if you want to get a text message. Then it, as soon as that product becomes available, you'll get that alert, however you've selected that method of communication. And so then you can go on Beckhove and purchase that product. So it really helps when we are monitoring really critical backorder items like our class 2 opioids, anything for surgery, anesthesia, etc. So it can be really helpful. So if you don't have a Vetcove account, you can sign up very quickly and easily. And their support team is fantastic. If you have questions, I highly recommend you reach out to them. So the next tip. With all of our distributors in mind, it's also important to cultivate those relationships with your distributor and manufacturer rep. They can be a treasure trove of information and can be a great resource and ally when things are on back order. Our inside sales reps can try to find something in an alternative warehouse or help find an alternative product. So if you are seeing that something is on back order, give your rep or inside sales rep a buzz to see if they can help. So back when I was still managing inventory, I would get text messages and emails all the time from my reps to say, hey, this is coming on back order, just FYI, you know, do you want to stock up? Do you want to order some more? So they would really help me kind of navigate the back order situation. So they were incredibly helpful. So I highly recommend, you know, reach out to your distributors, reps, they do want to help you. They're there for you. And so taking the time to cultivate that relationship is going to be important. I'm still very, very good friends with one of my reps all these years later, and she is a dear friend of mine. So they can be a really great resource for you. 
So those are kind of my top tips for managing back orders in your practice. As I talked about, you know, creating that back order communication station, adding labels to where that product normally lives, use the FDA drug shortage database, use Vetco's availability tracker, and cultivate those relationships with your distributors. So I know how much of a game changer it can be and how much it can lower your stress levels to have a handle on our back orders. I certainly know it's not easy, but hopefully you can implement some of these tips and it will help move the needle for you. My biggest encouragement for you today and in these uncertain times is to drill down into your backorder strategy and communicate with your team. Find out more from your team about what's working, what's not, and what would be helpful for them. Also, here are some great tips that some of the members of the Veterinary Inventory Strategy Network use. So Jessica keeps a list that she updates once a month, and she shares with her doctors and technician team. You could use OneNote, you could use Trello, you could use a Google Drive account. There are a lot of different ways that you could create a list internally to share with your team. Kelly also has some great tips. She uses bright orange tags that she places where a backordered item lives. She also adds the date and any information if it's available. Now, if the item is very popular, she'll actually add a warning, alert, or pop-up on the item in her practice management software system. So for the example of Avamark, if you use Avamark, you can set an alert for each individual item if you'd like. So let's say, for example, there was midazolam on back order, right? You could add an alert to midazolam that says, this product is on back order, estimated availability is this date, and here's an alternative product in the meantime. So again, we can just use these tools as a way to communicate with our team so they know what's going on as well. So Kelly also creates a shopping list on Vetcove with all of her backordered items that she checks weekly. So within the shopping list feature of Vetcove, you can add notes or other important information if a client is waiting on the item or if there's any important details. So like, let's say you have 10 items that are on back order right now. You could add all of those items to the shopping list. Once you view the shopping list, you can see the status of all of those items in one place. So Annalisa has a channel in Slack where she posts when an item is on back order and adds updates as soon as they become available. So I love to use Slack as a team communication tool because A, it's free, and B, it's really helpful because you can set it to different team members, all team members, and there is some flexibility there. So one of my favorite parts about helping veterinary professionals manage their inventory is seeing all of the creative and ingenious ways of doing things. If you have an interesting or great tip for managing back orders in your practice, I would love to hear about it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, 
please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.